Hello and welcome to the Wiretap Whisper podcast episode 29 presented by me, Sammy ASMR. If this is the first time you're watching or listening to the podcast, this is a creator-focused podcast series where I sit down with other ASMR creators in the community and I talk to them all about their channel, their personal life and basically just everything in between. Um, we try to either do the podcast in whispered or soft-spoken dialogue. Today we'll be in soft-spoken, so naturally it'll fit in with the whole chill ASMR vibes. But the nature of the podcast is uh, the longer it goes on, uh, the more laughs and stuff that we that we'll probably have. Uh, so it might get a little bit loud, for, but for the most part, we'll try to uh, keep it chill for you guys. And yeah, today I am... Um, really proud to to announce that uh yeah we are joined by the lovely uh Michaela ASMR hi <laughs> <laughs> there we go <laughs> no it's it's a pleasure to have you on and um yeah for those of you guys watching or listening who maybe aren't familiar with Michaela and her content I have a quick summary of that for you guys so as you probably just heard Michaela is a American creator uh, she currently has 383,000 subscribers on YouTube across 224 videos. Uh, she's been nearly uploading for nearly a year and a half at this point. Um, and mm -hmm. if I was to kind of summarize the uh, style, genre of ASMR that she produces, uh, I, what I wrote down was that she's a role play specialist because at the end of the day she is. Uh, she does anything and everything from medical role plays to pampering role plays. Um, and on top of that, she also does, you know, your your normal trigger videos as well. Um, but there's a there's a lot of diversity there and we'll, we'll definitely get into that. Um, and on top of those amazing YouTube accomplishments, she is also uh, massive on TikTok. Uh, Michaela has currently over 250,000 followers on TikTok and just under 3 million likes on that platform. So insane numbers, basically, guys. Um, but that, that is a quick, uh, boring summary uh, from me. And I hope, uh, well, Michaela's going to give you a, a better one right now. So Michaela, for the people uh, listening uh, at home, who are you today? I'm like really nervous all of a sudden. Isn't that crazy? You I was I was so good before. No, like I'm I'm good today. Um like you said, American. I do I wanna add fast in there. Even though I haven't done fast in a while. Mm. I haven't done fast in a while, but I'll add fast in there. And you you got it down pack. You you summarized it perfectly for me. And I have to say, like when you were doing your intro, I was like, Ooh, I'm so calm. <laughs> and then once I knew like the camera was on me, I'm like <gasps> <laughs> the pressure's on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the good thing is right now it's just it's just you and me. So right. but I know you got this. Um, um thank you. <laughs> so yeah, if this is the first <laughs> time you are watching or listening to the podcast, um uh basically how it works is we have a past, a present, and a future section. Uh we'll be starting with the past and making our way towards the future. Um, there'll be a little bit of crossover in between, um, but for the most part, that'll be the structure um, that we're going with today. So, um, yeah, when I say the past, I do mean right at the past. So to start with, <laughs> uh, in, in the summary, and like you said, you mm -hmm. um, you are American, 
uh, but America yeah. is a a big place. Now you don't have to name you don't have to name uh, any specific places, but what type of uh, I guess what type of area did you did you grow up in as a kid? Was it like the big city life, or were you kind of like more rural? I guess. I got you. Um, uh, when I was a kid, I'm I'm actually from Massachusetts, so up north. Um, I was born in Dorchester, which is like roughly close to Boston. Uh, you know, I wouldn't consider it the city, but like a lot of family around. Um, and it's crazy. Like I don't remember that much of Boston life, but uh-huh. when I was eight, like maybe like a couple weeks after my birthday, like um. Right after Christmas, actually, this huge blizzard, I believe it was 2004, and we uh, drove down south, um, and it's just like a culture shock, you know? The weather's different, uh-huh. no family around, um, but I've I've been in the south ever since. So, okay. Yeah. Well, it's funny as you say, I think I've had a couple of people on from, like, Massachusetts, Boston area, and mm-hmm. I've actually been to Boston myself. And I, and you I've, have? I fell in love with it, yeah. I think it was a really nice I was nice going to ask you if you liked it there. Yeah, it, it gave me, like, um, like, obviously it's a big city, but it gave me, like, vi- mm-hmm. like close-knit, like, village vibes. Like, it was, like, really, like, community-orientated, which I love that. Yeah. And you want, it's it's because, you know, it's so old. It's so old. Yeah. I mean, the city, obviously, is nice, but, like there is a massive difference like if you were to come down south and go up north even like new york is the same way where like they have houses from like the 1800s and stuff like that and you know they're all so close like this if you you know go outside of the city so it is it is pretty close um you know like uh my mom is Cape verdian which is a island off of the east coast of africa yeah and there's a lot of Verdean people in boston so it's it's very close-knit in that sense in terms of like different cultures so it's really diverse okay i didn't actually know that Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah there's a lot of Verdeans. that makes sense Uh, we visited in the summer but i I could imagine it's like really pretty in the fall when you know all the leaves are falling off and like yeah i need to go (laughs) not not so so much in the winter because the snow the snow it's too much yeah it's way way too much that's why georgia well i live in georgia but that's why georgia is nice because like you might get snow every two three years okay. it's just enough to be like oh so pretty it's and then be like i don't want to do this again yeah i <laughs> yeah. feel that. no yeah what well, like it might be quite a hard question depending on like how much you can remember but like what was your earliest memories of of growing up does anything like stand out that you like think of like oh that's me that's who i was as a kid that's a good question um there's like a few landmark moments in my childhood like i i truly remember because my mother has uh five sisters and two brothers and you can imagine cousins everywhere like 20 something deep and you know the cousins have cousins now and stuff like that so very very close-knit um you know every birthday every holiday gathering i i I, those things like stick out to my mom in my mind and then there's like a few things like we used to live like that's the thing i like about um down south is like usually people live in the suburbs Uh, we used to live next to a really crowded street and i remember somebody like i guess they were kind of drunk one night and they drove into our fence and i remember that very very vividly as a kid oh shit but 
yeah <laughs> but um there's there's so many things that like i i don't remember and it's so crazy but if you were to ask me like small details then i think i could sort it out oh you want to know one of my um um something i remember i used to live next to this park and it was it was a park for like see the schooling is different up north because they would have k1 and then k2 and down here it's just straight up like preschool then kindergarten okay so they would have k1 k2 then first grade and they would have like schools like that and then you go to elementary school so i i used to like live across from a school like that and they used to have a park and i remember like that park was nice if we were feeling lazy because they didn't had any swings and then there was another park that was like a 10 minute walk and it had swings so it was more popular but I remember like that was the school I was supposed to go to because it's, it's literally I go outside of my porch I look and I see it and my mom messed up the paperwork no. and I ended up going to a school like 30 minutes away and she was so pissed and I was so pissed oh. I'm like I have to ride the bus I don't know I guess I was bougie as a kid like I have to ride the bus that's it that's still I remember yeah, I remember that, and I remember fracturing my arm. That, those, I remember that one, too. Yeah. Okay, well, how did that happen? Um, I was on, I, I forget the name of it, but I was on the little thing that you hold like this, and y- y- it swings you, like, all the way down. Oh, like a, zip, a, a zip wire? Yeah, something like that. Zip line, zip wire. Yeah, something. And I was holding on to it, and my mom was holding on to me. And she let me go thinking that I had it on my own and I didn't. And I just oh. fell and I fell on my arm and yeah. I fractured it. Oh. I remember that. But, you know, little things like that stick out. But, you know, I can't pinpoint everything. No, it is, it is hard. Like you do lose a lot yeah. of memories from when you were a kid, which it also oh, sucks. But yeah, like I totally yeah. relate to that the accident because um, one of my friends kind of did the same thing. He was on like a swing and he basically mm-hmm. he basically jumped off. And he, 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 as he jumped off, he was like going head first. So instead of like making his head hit the ground, he put his arms out and he ended up breaking his like forearm. Just, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, not good. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, so what were you, what were you into as, as a kid? Were you the sporty type, the nerdy type? Were you into, you know, I guess like the fashion? Like what, what was, what was young Michaela it, into? It was. It was crazy. It's a hodgepodge. It's like me now. Like I can't really identify myself as one particular thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of career, I guess it's very easy. But in terms of personality, it's hard. Um, but as a kid, I remember my dad really wanted me to get into sports. So I played basketball when I was younger, and then um, I, I I was a smart kid. I was a smart kid. I remember like I was always in like honor or gifted. And you know, when you go to uh, high school, AP classes, but I was always in like smarter classes than my friends. And I hated it, hated <laughs> it. Cause I was like, I want to be with my friends. I feel that. And here I am. Yeah. yeah, here I am in an honors class or a gifted class. And I just want to be with people I already know, but you know, a little smart. Um, a little sporty, but like it, my dad, he was he was the coach of my basketball team, so he kind of oh, like you had that dynamic. Okay, 
yeah he was like he was like you gotta do this kayla come on we have to practice every day you know you have to put like 30 minutes in each day and i'm like i don't want to do this no more (laughs) but i still i still love basketball like you know i i kind of stepped away from it and then found it again but i I played i played point guard i played the point guard because i was short like i think i was maybe like four ten or something at the time okay that's small yeah, I'm I'm five four now, but uh-huh. like that was way back when I was um like I think eight nine, ten eleven twelve, thirteen is when I stopped. And the funniest thing is we still have the the um basketball trophies. We recently moved, and I was like, Mom, we could throw these out. I'm like, let's throw these out. And she was like, No, 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 no. I ha- I have to keep those. Oh, I like, love it. Okay. <laughs> He loves the sen- okay. the sentiment. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I still have. I think they go from two thousand and six to two thousand and nine. Have one each year, but it's not like okay. it was more of a participation trophy type uh-huh. situation. Uh-huh. It's you know, like you, thanks for just. You can't let the <laughs> yeah. you can't let the kids feel left out. You know they got to throw right, them. Right. You, got, you got to throw them in. Are, are you like an NBA right. fan currently? Yeah. Yeah. I love the NBA. Can I speak? Um, I love the NBA. Um, I it's crazy because, huh? Who do you support? I you know I used to be a LeBron fan, which I still like LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I respect his athleticism, but I don't really care for the Lakers them as a team, the way they're set up right now with Russell Westbrook and people. Like I just don't like it's not working for me. It's you not. You don't like the vibe. Well, that's funny you should no. say that because I am. Uh, I'm a Los Angeles Clippers fan. You you are. Uh-huh. So you don't really like the Lakers no. either. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So I was just how how did you feel about the Kawhi situation last year? Oh, well, he, I guess last season when he got injured. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it sucked really because we were. I think it was two two uh, in the semis against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he got injured and I was like, okay, well, this series is over. And then we somehow like pulled out the bag and won 4-2. Right. But then going into the final against the Suns, it was like, I mean, they had Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have high expectations. There was like a, there was like some hopium in the back of my mind that thought we could do it. But they were just too strong when when we didn't have Kawhi. So it kind of sucked. And it's just, it's just like the Clippers to do that. Um, it is very clipper like right yeah <laughs> but i i mean it, if you if you were to break down every single game technically they weren't it wasn't really what the numbers showed because there was that one game i remember that it was really close and deandre aiden like slammed a dunk with point something seconds mm. left yeah, you remember, yeah like things weren't as far as it seemed if i think if they had Kawhi, they might have one. I think we could. I mean, Reggie Jackson was playing like lights out all God playoffs. mode. <laughs> Reggie right. with the Reggie with the goggles on. Yes. <laughs> and then I mean Terrence, I mean Terrence Mann, like he was playing good like in the regular season, but like mm-hmm. playoffs came around and he was putting in work as well. Like Yeah, yeah. He's he definitely he, stepped up. Yeah, like he I mean he's really improved since since he first joined us. Um if you don't mind me asking, what made you oh, um, a Clippers fan? So I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before, but but basically, you know, as you know, in the UK, basketball isn't big. So when mm-hmm. people get into basketball, they just they're just attracted to like the big names, whether it was like gotcha. D Rose when he was back on the Bulls, or like LeBron right. or Kobe. So like, mm-hmm. 
most people would like walk around with like Lakers jerseys on, Heat jerseys, Bulls jerseys, right? Because they're like the most popular teams. Mm-hmm. So the blockbuster uh, teams. Yeah. So so the sports channels in the UK finally got around to showing like basketball more, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch basketball and try and get into it. So obviously, you know, I, I did what most people do and, and watch the Lakers game. Um, so I watched <laughs> I watched the Lakers game, and um, funnily enough, they were playing against the Clippers. And mm-hmm. it was when the Lakers weren't very good. Like Kobe was still there, but like the Clippers team was oh, like okay. uh, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Jordan. Right, right, and right. They were so good. And I was mind blown. Uh-huh. I was like, why is everyone supporting the Lakers? Like these guys, these guys are the ones. And I, I, I loved Blake Griffin because at the time he was just like dunking on everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, this is my guy. So I, I've been supporting Clippers since then. Basically, I was like, I want to go nice. for the underdog. Yeah. That's nice. You're loyal because, like, I'm like, like I said before, I'm from Massachusetts. So we, my dad, my mother, they love the Celtics. When the Celtics won, I believe it was in '08. Like we went crazy, and and then, uh, like I said, I kind of went away from basketball. And then when I was reintroduced to basketball, I was it was the playoffs Celtics versus Cavs I believe it was 2014 when Kyrie and Braun had came back yeah. and like you said like they were playing really good and it, it just I like watching good sports period like it doesn't matter what sport it is like it could be tennis True. it could be anything mm-hmm. as long as someone is playing well I can yeah. watch it I can't watch a train wreck I can't watch you turn over left and right and you 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 get beat on defense I can't watch that you you suck I can't I can't support this yeah. but if it's good I could watch it I appreciate it yeah no i like that oh i feel like we could talk about basketball all day <laughs> i hardly all day, like, i hardly get to talk about it being like an english person because like i said like right. not many people watch basketball so mm-hmm. um, hopefully so yeah, i mean obviously soccer is i mean well football correct, is correct. big there <laughs> but um like so what would be second if you don't mind me asking um that's a good question um i i don't know if it's like I don't know if it's like clear. Uh, this it's there's probably two candidates. I would say rugby is one, mm-hmm. and there's two actually. There's two forms of rugby. There's one called rugby union, and then there's rugby league. I think rugby union is probably the bigger. Um, and then there's uh-huh. cricket. There's like cricket as well, which is quite big. Have you, I don't know if you've so, seen cricket before. It's similar to like yeah, it's similar to like baseball, I guess, but it's it's obviously different in other ways. So when you talk about the two forms of rugby mm-hmm. it's not like how they have different like uh things going on in soccer because my boyfriend loves soccer so no. like i don't i would say it's bit. i would say it's like the difference between like baseball and softball maybe oh okay like okay, so yeah, the two different you. the two different games like you know mm-hmm. teams exist in in rugby union and different teams exist in rugby league so you can't cross like they do in people, different leagues. And people have went between the two. That does happen. Really? The game, the game is similar enough to where that can happen, uh, mm-hmm. but the rules of each game are just uh, quite different as well. Like I mean, like I've you, you've seen like I think I mean very rarely, but some rugby players you know go on to play American football as well. Like I've seen that happen as well. You know, because at the end of the day, it's I like running, that. running with the ball and tackling. Right. And, right. You can. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good, that's a nice little crossover, yeah. Because in America, like it would it would definitely have to be football, uh, the the pigskin football, not soccer, but like you know the pigskin football, um, 
well, I'm pretty sure they don't use pigskin anymore, but that, that was like the 60s. But um, <laughs> it's it's definitely football first because, you know, the Super Bowl is huge here. Is like, it actually, it's a big I thought, thing. So I thought basketball was, was bigger. Mm, no, it's, 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 it's definitely football. Um, I think. But even like college the, football is huge as well. I mean, college basketball is huge. <gasps> Like that. college basketball is huge, but it's it's one of those things where it's definitely seasonal. It's March right. Madness. That's when everybody's on board. Okay, the college football. <laughs> well, you know, maybe it's because it's the region I'm in. I'm in the South, so college football is literally like a religion here. It's a every week thing. People follow it just like they it's follow crazy. the NFL. Like there's it's, nothing like that in the UK. It doesn't like, yeah. I mean, universities like play sports competitions, but hardly anyone mm-hmm. will go and watch them. You know what I mean? And that's why, you know, recently they had that rule where they, uh, they're allowing people, well, people, um, you know, the, the players that play sports in college to make money off they of it. Should. That's, they right. should get money hundred percent. It's, it's because like, it's so big here and you know, not everybody is a trickle down effect. Not everybody from college is going to make it, you know, to the big league. True. So it's like, mm-hmm. let me get my money while I can. And yeah, there's people who, who, um, can't, can't start a YouTube channel, you know, small things because they're going to make money from the YouTube channel. Like, I, um, my boyfriend's cousin is a, he, he's on scholarship him and his girlfriend have a youtube channel cannot monetize it you know so it's it's one of those things where it's it sucks just to just to get like a free education if you think about it yeah no mm-hmm. I, yeah but that's that's some good sport in chat like i love that we'll have to, yeah <laughs> we'll have to chat i could literally i could literally talk sports all day and it's so funny because okay. my dad like i think he secretly wants me to like do that because i have you know a, a, like an outgoing personality so he, he'll call me and he'll be like kayla what did you think about the game and i'll break down the game and he'll just get like so jazzed and be like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like he just loves me talking to sports it like gives him a crack but yeah <laughs> oh, that's so cute have you tried like have you tried getting into video game esports or not is that not your vibe like I- i'm not a video game person that's mm-hmm. the thing like that's, yeah i mean I, I guess, you know, everything can kind of grow on you. I do have that, like, I think everybody craves dopamine. So, like, you know, you're playing a video game and you just want that high or that rush from, like, you know, winning and stuff like that. But I'm also very much someone who's like, is this going to be hard or easy for me to learn? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. Your girl is not the most coordinated. And I, I've held a game controller in my hand and my boyfriend's like, all right, click X. And I'm like... X, X right here you and then good. the triangle and i'm like oh the triangle is right here and then he's like all right x triangle i'm like x x triangle like it doesn't click to me um it's to, to to emphasize how bad it is i've actually failed my first driver's test because she was like all right take a right and i'm like i got you and i'm like this oh no and she's like she's like a right and i'm like yeah i got you like come on i'm turning like i can't and the thing about it is i played it back in my head and i was like i can't believe i checked her like she was telling me to turn right and i'm here moving the wheel left and i'm like yeah i I got you like come on we're going right and after as soon as she was as soon as i turned left it hit me and i was like i failed like she said do everything i tell you and i definitely failed so 
I'm just, I, I, I still do this. I'm still like, okay, it's, it's on the right. And I'm like, this is my right hand. Okay, we're going that way. I still do that. Like, I'm not coordinated at all. <laughs> You're too funny. Um, okay, let's try, let's try, let's try to get back on track. So, oh, yes, of so, course. so to rewind, um, you know, back when you were a kid, did you like, did you know what you wanted to be? I, I, the first thing I ever wanted to be was a teacher. Okay. Like, I guess I just had some good teachers growing up. And then even as a kid, you know, my mom was like, well, you know, teachers make maybe back then, you know, 40, 50,000. I'm like, mm, no, we cannot do that anymore. I cannot be a teacher. That's not going to be enough for me. Um, and then I think the next thing I really enjoyed doing was um being like songwriting like i don't know i was watching disney channel and i'm not gonna name who but i'm like these people cannot sing i can sing better than them just like singing on the radio and that was my like first real passion was music like music and then i got into acting um i was a theater kid in high school i literally i was a little bit of everything but like i was a theater yeah, uh, kid in high school. jack of all traits yeah. yes you had your eggs and the master of none <laughs> oh i i i feel that so. yeah but um uh yeah theater kid in high school um so for the longest i've you know i've done music and it was just if we could if fast forwarding just a little bit like it was just one of those things with music that the it's so weird the closer you get the more you realize i mean it's not how hard it is it's like it's 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 the fact that there's a lot of you you have to let go. Mm -hmm. It's it's really hard to explain. But no, I've heard other people you, say similar things, yeah. Yeah, it's like the closer you get to the top, the more people you know who are deeper in it than you are. It's one of those things, it's like, do you really want to go down this path where you kind of just like lose yourself? And it's kind of sad, but you, you end up thinking about like, how else can I make it? Like, how else can I get my foot in the door? Uh -huh. Because... At the end of the day, when people say it's not how talented you are, they really do mean it. It's about who you know. Yeah. And, you know, if you have power in another area, it can help you in a, in with the songwriting, with the acting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of how, like, I, I, was, I was really, really, like, into that world. And then all of a sudden, because of COVID, excuse me, sorry. You good? Because of COVID, I, I started thinking, like, I really, really need to do something else. Uh -huh. Like, I really need to do something else. So did you did you not go to college? I actually went to college for literally a semester. So how long is that, <laughs> sorry, for, for UK? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, about four months, I four would say. Oh, four months, okay. Yeah, because it's, it's September, October, November, December. Got you, got you, and then you go to a break for Christmas and a uh, holiday break, if you will. Uh -huh. But um, yeah, I, I literally went for a semester. It was supposed to, to be more. Um, literally, I, I wanted to do the acting. I wanted to do theater. Okay. But I was so hesitant because I was like, this is not something that you genuinely need to learn. Like if you, I, I truly believe that when it comes to acting, you either got it or you don't, which right. is why there's a lot of people who they can make it in Broadway with the overacting, 
and then you put them in front of a camera and it doesn't translate as well because they're so used to doing a a particular way Mm -hmm. and it's the same way with music too like if you sing broadway it's really hard for you to sing a pop song because you're so used to just doing the most putting on that um, disney voice yeah 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 Um, (laughs) exactly and so I'm just one of those things like acting is so natural. Like why do, why should I have to go to take a class for it? And like I said, you know, you realize as you get older, it's about who, you know, Mm -hmm. experience is not something you can learn in a class. Experience is something you got to learn on set. So I was very hesitant about going forward with school anyways. Um, I did not want to waste my, my mother's money you know, cause my parents are divorced. So I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very expensive, especially here. But I was just going to a community college. It was like five, five K a semester, which is still a lot. Cause it's 10 K a year. Um, and I didn't want to put any stress on my mother. And I remember like I had all intentions to go to my second semester and I, I, I'm, I'm a procrastinator. I go to fill out my next classes and it's telling me I can't. And I'm like, why can't I? And they're like, oh, you need to update your um, immunization forms. You need to update them. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, get a doctor's appointment. Takes a minute. They get me updated. And then I have to get the forms to prove that I updated them. That takes a minute. And then I finally go to the like front desk to show them and they're like okay you should be able to fill them fill out your next classes and I'm like okay cool I go to fill them out they're like it's too late I'm like oh man my mom's gonna kill (sighs) and after I I tell her because she had been bugging me to do it and I go to tell her she's like so what are you gonna do I was like I'll just do it over the summer I never did it over the summer Uh and she was like okay well next semester and I'm like okay Never did next semester. Uh, and then one semester just led to another. And I just never went back to college. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's funny you should talk about all that, though, because my sister's actually, I'll, I'll, I'll translate it to, like, American terms. So she's in our last year of high school right now. Um, mm-hmm. And she wants to go to university or college um, mm-hmm. to do, um, you know, to do drama, to do performing arts, like, you know, music, uh, music singing and dancing, like, all three. She, yeah. She's primarily a dancer, but, um, you know, she's good at the other two as well. So, you know, um, once she does her uh, A-levels, which are like your qualification that you get at the end of uh, high school in the UK, um, mm-hmm. she'll have to like audition to these like really, you know, prestigious dance schools. And it's yeah. and it's like you say, it's like, you know, it, sometimes it's just, oh, you know, uh, you don't know. Who the, you know or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. So... I I hope she gets it because she is really good, um, you know. But the connections aren't there, so I just hope that doesn't come back well, to, to bite her. I I do feel like you know dancing is a little bit more prestigious. I do feel like you know if you do get into school, you're more likely to get somewhere with the dancing. But when yeah. it comes to acting and singing, it's you know not to hurt anybody's feelings, but I do feel like it's a little bit of a waste of money. You should you should definitely focus your time on go getting into some circles and just honing your craft but with dancing you know i think it might be important to go to a school so i hope your sister gets into one too yeah it's it's definitely like one of them like doggy doggy dog worlds like 100 percent. oh yeah but um, they will definitely <laughs> step on your back just to get up okay so 
I think without getting too ahead of ourselves, so I think I've got mm-hmm. you. So, so you went to college, you've done the semester and then basically you've kind of just been COVID hit and you've been doing your thing mm-hmm. and then eventually you started ASMR, but to, to, to just not get to that point yet. I mean, how did you, how did you come across ASMR in, in the first place? And, and I guess what was, what was the first video you watched or, or, you know, is there a first experience like outside of YouTube where you experienced ASMR yeah. as well? Can we talk about that? It was, it was actually meme culture. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, ASMR the Chew, uh, she, she has some very viral moments. Um, she has the iconic pickle eating video okay. and it's that, that went viral and this became makes, a meme. This makes yes, sense now for future then, questions. Uh-huh. And then um, she also has that iconic tap and uh, ta- typing, excuse me, typing like GIF, GIF, if you will. I don't know which one you it's, prefer. It's but, definitely a GIF. Um, yeah, GIF, where she's just like this. <laughs> and then, you know, people are like me at work or unbothered me when this and that happens. Mm. And people made a meme out of it. And I would say maybe the I'm not sure what the first exact video I've ever watched, but maybe it was Life with Mac because they memed they memed her pretty hard too. In a good way. In a good way. It all paid out. All in good spirits. Her, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, there's the one where she's a police officer and there's there's a lot of memes in the asmr community that i think it, it's not meant to like you know harm anybody or make fun of anybody no, I understand it's just saying. it's yeah. just like people relate to it in a different sense and the beautiful thing about it is there's people who don't know about asmr who get introduced to it i mean there's people who are gonna be like this is weird da, 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 but you're gonna get that with everything you do uh-huh. i think the memes kind of break down people's guards because it comes at you in an unexpected way. There are obviously are going to be people who hate on it, but you get introduced to ASMR when you were never going to get introduced to ASMR. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, hundred percent. Yeah. And so that's, I've told my story before. I'm not going to tell it again, but like people who know, like will definitely, like I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. Uh, did you have like any outside of YouTube experiences? Like some people used to, like I've spoke to, like they got ASMR when they were in class or maybe like, you know, at the dentist or like seeing an optician, something like that. Did you, did you get tingles like when you were a kid? Like, you know, I mean like the sound of rain, like I always, when I, um when people ask like what type of YouTube videos I do and I talk about ASMR, I always mention the sound of rain. Like, oh, you know how you go to sleep to the sound of rain or this and that and the other. That's how, that's the easiest way to get them because everybody knows that. And I'm like, yeah, that's basically it. And the reason why I relate that back to ASMR, because I mean, it is ASMR, is because that was my experience with ASMR. It was very like mainstream. And it's crazy because, you know, there is a stigma around ASMR when literally it's everywhere. It's everywhere. The leaves blowing in the wind hitting the ground mm-hmm. that's asmr yeah, like sure. obviously the rain asmr if some people like watch nature videos that's it. like with the cheetahs and the monkeys and that's it. you know that's asmr are you kidding me that all of it's asmr yeah. And then, you know, people just are weirded out at the fact that somebody is sitting in front of a camera doing this that's not weird to me. I no, don't that's know. just that's just like that's just a narrow-minded person. 
So, so you found these, you found these ASMR videos through, through memes. What, like what, <laughs> what made you stay for more? Was it the fact that, you know, you got it, like it was relaxing to you and, and oh. then you got tingles, like. What made me stay for more was actually the mukbangs, which, you know, I don't, I don't do mukbangs, but, um, there was a, a moment in my life after college, yeah, I wasn't doing much and I had gained some weight and I, I, it's one of those things because you see yourself every day, you don't notice it right away. And it, it takes like a little bit of a wake up call. And so like, I remember looking in the mirror and I was like, mm, I think I look bigger, but I'm not sure. So I just started working out and planning my meals. And I don't know why it just, I was, I was comforted by like sitting down, eating my meals. Cause I only, I did intermittent fasting. So I only had like an hour to eat okay. and I would put mukbangs on and I would eat while i watched the mukbangs <laughs> and that was it that was that was the constant thing that like came like made me go back mm -hmm. and back to asmr okay yeah so i guess so it sounds like it was just like the whole the just the joy and the experience of it because a lot of people obviously come across it for mental health reasons and then stay for yeah. mental health reasons like was it mm -hmm. was it ever a mental health outlet for you and, and and if it was do you still rely on it for mental health reasons or has it never been never been like that for you it it's never really been that it's always i mean it's more just like a comfort thing yeah but it obviously makes you feel was, happy but it's not uh -huh. it's not you're not watching it because you're sad and you want to be happy it's just it's just making you happy just because it and, yeah and some of them are just satisfying like right. it's just that feeling also i'm like grateful for like instagram asmr the soap cutting the clay popping those are right. just satisfying to watch and i think they bring on a new um a new wave of people watching asmr too so it's it was the mukbangs and that as well mm -hmm. so you know what i mean i get i, I kind of know the answer but um what made you transition from um you know being being that watcher to thinking oh my god like you know i can do this myself like why can't i do this because what i did notice was you started your channel in june uh, 2020 which for people who don't know uh and if you don't know where have you been but that was the start of the pandemic and what i like right. to call it was you were a, a lockdown boomer so there was this boom there was this boom in the asmr community where yes, the was. lockdown made everyone start their channel uh, and obviously, I'm mm -hmm. guessing that was the same for you. So, uh, yeah. yeah. What What were the motivations? Uh, I guess I guess outside of that, but also including that as well. Uh huh. So there there was two things. So one of them was, uh, when when the pan. Well, can I say that? Yeah. Also, I'll just say like when it all happened. Mm -hmm. When it all happened, I you know aside from like the people who were getting sick and stuff like that, I was very happy because. I was going to work every day and I was scared. I I lived in the South and, you know, people, they have different views, which is okay. But I was just, I just didn't like everybody. All of a sudden it, I was getting paranoid. I was like, there's too many people around. I don't like this vibe. I took it serious from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I took it serious in um, February. Nice. So I was just like, I don't like all of these people around me. I, you know, I, I was freaking out. I remember I had my first panic attack actually, like for the very first time. Oh, I good. think it was like March. 
March because I was just so scared. I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I, I'm so constantly surrounded by people because I work in retail. It was a men's clothing store. It was prom season before okay. they were starting to cancel everything. Yeah. So it was just a lot of people. And then once it stopped, I was like, I'm so glad I don't have to see people. <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit of a recluse and I like being alone, which is not a bad thing. Like I, there are some people who they can't handle their own thoughts. And, you know, I'm not bashing anybody because some people do need help, but I'm okay in my thoughts. That's where I thrive. So I like yeah. being alone. And I was like, I'm going to work out all the time now. And that I was just like, I was just bored out of my mind. And I was also going through like a realization period where I'm like, I really have to do something for myself. And it, it was a lingering thought in my head constantly. All of this time alone made me realize that like, I'm only getting older and I really have to provide for myself now. I can't just work for somebody else. And that thought being bored and having time on my hands um i was watching a video late late at night i don't even know what time it was because i think a lot of people can relate like time was askew like you were just like what day is it what time is it you didn't know like it could be the weekend and it feels like a wednesday like you did not know and um i i, I looked at the video and i was just like this seems so simple and i was like i could do this and I'm the type of person that, like, I'll say that and I won't do it. But there was just something mentally that just didn't stop my, I didn't stop myself. You're I was just, just like, I it. could do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just like, Go I'm going to do it. I mean. Yeah, that was it. And look at you now. <laughs> right, exactly. And I actually, uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go And I, I actually, like, you know, I, I had told my boyfriend, like, I think I'm going to start, you know, this channel. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy all this stuff. So I bought some stuff. And then I told him, I was like, I'm not going to stop. I, I, I said, I'm not going to stop. I, I Even after I went back to work, I was like, I need to you know, figure out a way still to film. Because I know there are people who are going to go back to work and they're going to stop doing the YouTube. Yeah. I was like, I'm, that's not going to be me. And that's fortunately, I was, I, I was able to just let my job go and be a YouTuber full time love it so i mean yeah. when you when you started did you like did you set any expectations for yourself was it like okay this we need to you know we need to hit these targets etc yeah. or was it are you a I, I did i did and the thing about it was i just thought it was going to take a little bit longer than it took me I, my goals were like literally a thousand in a year i was like i'm gonna hit a thousand subscribers in a year and i was like <laughs> so about i told myself i was like in in a quarter of a year, I want to be at 250 subscribers. That way, like, I know I'll hit yeah. a thousand in truck. a year. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember someone was telling me, like, even if you don't hit those numbers, you shouldn't quit. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then I hit those numbers, you know, a couple weeks, da-da-da-da-da. And I was just we'll like, that, I was yeah. so jazzed about it. Yeah. And you cried. It used to be. It used to be all that I talked about. It was very annoying. You can ask my mother. You can no. ask my sister. You it's, can ask my boyfriend. It's nice when but, someone's passionate about something. I think I, there's nothing better. Yeah. There's nothing better. Yeah, but it, it was all that I talked about. You know, now there's more going on. But yeah, yeah I was so jazzed about the growth in the beginning, and I'm still you, jazzed about it. I'm you, still like you're growing at like hundred miles an hour. <laughs> no, it's crazy. You want to know something funny? My dad called me the other day, and he was like. 
Kayla, what's up with your numbers? You're not growing like you used to. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, it's just I'm still growing. It's okay. If, yeah. if I stop growing, then that's a problem. But uh -huh. I'm still growing, so no. we're okay. We're yeah. okay. <laughs> but he's he's funny. Go, going into making your channel, did you have anyone in the community that um you looked at for inspiration? Like you thought, oh, I love yeah. what they do with their video with their videos. Uh, like I don't want to copy them, but you know, I'd like to to put some of that into my own and put my own spin on it. Was who, who was the creators? Um, yeah, yeah. I think you? this is why, like you know, everybody's like, oh, representation matters. It it really does because if if I were to see a community that you know has nothing but like older people or nothing but like white people i would just be like i can't do that mm -hmm. in my mind i'll be like there's really not a safe space for me but people like trinity people like charm people like batala right. made me feel comfortable yeah. made me feel like okay look at the numbers they have mm -hmm. i can do it too so april i definitely well, right? huh april as well Oh yes, April. Sorry, April. We got a shout out, April. I mean, come on, like <laughs> I didn't mean to glaze over you. It, it, no, but especially April, because you know what? April did a lot of fast. And um actually I remember in the beginning, um somebody asked me to do fast and I was just like, I don't know, because because there's a variation. Some people do fast like this, and then some people do fast like this. No, that, and first, April that first one April wasn't fast. Come on, are you, are you trying no, to No, no, no. There are people, yeah, listen, to each his own. But there are some people who would be like fast and aggressive. And then they'd be like, because no. they, they usually move like this. So that is technically fast to them. Okay. But April was one of the people who did true fast and aggressive. First, yeah. So so when I was, someone some commented to do fast, I was like, okay, I don't know about this, but her makeup application video had a lot of views. So I was like, okay, maybe we do a haircut. Maybe we do a makeup application because those seem to get a lot of views and we're going to do it fast, fast. And so I, I credit fast and aggressive um, for, for really like helping my channel grow. Yeah. No, it, yeah. I mean, it is one of the most popular genres, like, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. Especially, like, more, you know, in more recent times as well. Um, yeah, for sure. But that is interesting. Um, you know, but yeah, shout out April. Honestly, I, April asked me to do a collab with her, you know, pretty much at the start of my channel. I couldn't believe it. It's still to this day, like, one of the most, um, you know, special moments I've had, you know, doing, mm -hmm. doing ASMR. So yeah. I'll always be thankful for, for her for that. Same here when she asked to collab with me, I was like, I was like, I can't believe I'm collabing with her. You know, anybody who asks me like to collab, um, and they have like a strong standing and stuff like that, I'm like, I can't believe I feel so honored. Yeah. Even though I will admit that people don't know collabs are kind of a pain in the butt when you don't really know technology. Like for me, True. working on my phone and all my like, the thing about it is, I'm very grateful to make this my living so far and literally haven't changed my setup mm -hmm. like my 200 setup with my ring light my background my blue yeti mic is is all the but same I, but i think that it, speaks volumes and it, and it shows like how much talent you have to just to bring that to the forefront and like not worry about the technology like i think it i think it says a lot about you so 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, creativity. I just try to make that go for me as far as I can. And that, make it's it that personality. Go. Like at the end of the day, that's what makes us all different, right? Like the personality. Yes. So you just yes. gotta bring that I, bring that to the table. Exactly. And not to toot my own horn, but like it's something that you do have to realize is your strong suit. Like you have to know what works for you. It, it, you're just limiting yourself if you don't. So I'm like, okay, my personality does work for me. So let me showcase it, 100%, you know, yeah. so, and, and make it so that it doesn't matter what I do in terms of videos, people will come back and watch it just to see me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. Um, that is going to conclude uh, the, the past section um you know we might have set we might have set a new record there for the past section but i'm here for it moonlight tingles will be very annoyed because she was my last episode and she set a record for the past section so <laughs> we've actually just beat you there uh johanna um but, sorry but, but yeah next next section is the present um like i said mm -hmm. th there is a bit of crossover and for the most part it's still in the past it's just basically from once you've started that first upload so um mm -hmm. so yeah your first ever video is titled uh eating extremely juicy and ripe mangoes <laughs> with intense slurping sounds which has thirty six thousand views now yeah i was surprised when i seen this so first of mm -hmm. all i always watched the i always watched that first video again and um you know the first thing was it was it was different and the, and the second thing was you did you know it was actually your first video so i was like okay um you know people normally start off quite simple you know little trigger video you know yeah. but you went all in and, and my, my my first question was like why a food eating video but i think as the podcast went on you're a fan of that type of thing so mm -hmm. i'm guessing you because you were a fan of that type of video you thought okay let's let's make this my first one is that is that what yeah. the thought process was yeah it um i actually because you know i, I had in my mind i'm gonna make a youtube uh, channel and then i ordered everything so as i was waiting for everything to come in that's when i was jotting down my ideas for my videos and trust me i had simple ones i had counting videos i was just gonna be like one two you know stuff like that actually i didn't do many mouth sounds in the beginning so it's just going to be like one two three something like that okay. very simple ideas and then um my mother went to sam's which i don't know uh I've it's kind of like a costco's or okay i know what costco is right mm -hmm. yeah you buy in bulk and she bought these like champion mangoes which are so good literally so good um and i was i i saw them and they were about to go bad and i was like i think i think i can make a video with that and so i was just like okay this is gonna be my first video and it, because it was still you know like a lot of people were still in their house i could i could film it in the daytime i film at night now it was but quiet yeah. I, yeah it was pretty quiet i had one disturbance and it was just one of those things where like if i could recreate my video again if i did eating videos i would because like <laughs> all of it all of it is just like i don't it's not me anymore you know no, so like but yeah like looking back now like does it like mm -hmm. does it make you cringe like um you, a little bit are you also a like bit you know proud because like you can see how like how far you've come as well like is that you know? yes yes I, I am proud of myself and it does make me cringe a little bit the two things that make me cringe is like 
there are certain things that I did in that video that don't really make sounds. Like there were certain triggers that I was trying to create that it didn't really happen. Like I remember, I yeah. think I was a like tapping the mango with my hands and it didn't really make that much of a sound mm -hmm. so Michaela now either would cut that out or layer it so it would have a sound effect so people get triggers all the way through the video um and also the sound was really really low <laughs> the sound is incredibly low and the funniest thing is like I, for the longest I actually overcompensated and I made my sound excuse me, I made my sound really, really loud in the next, like, I don't know, 50-something videos. And people, I would get comments and people would say, I love that I could be on the phone and still hear the ASMR. And then someone was like, because I put my things in my videos and playlists, can you please turn it down? Yeah. And at first, you know, your first reaction is to kind of be like, oh, everybody loves it. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know what, let me, let me bring it down. And then, you know, I turned the gain up on my microphone and then slowly but surely we're at the level we're at now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're never going to, it's one of them subjective things, volume, right? Like you're just never going to please everyone. You know, some people are like never. it harsher, some people like it more quiet. And like, you, you, you know, the good thing never, is ever. you can, you can turn the volume up and down, right? But obviously people are lazy. It's just, just do it. Just, just turn it down. That, and that's why I was just like, because I was like, I was like, there is a volume button for a reason. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes after you, you know, you break down the denial and you really go into and dissect whatever someone says, that's when you can be like, oh, yeah, let me apply it. You know, I do have those moments with comments all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did that video do when you, you know, when you actually first uploaded it? Can you remember like what the figures were yep. maybe like within the first day, first week? What was, what was going mm -hmm. on? So the first day it did, I think it was the exact number is like 38 views. Okay. Um, I think that's pretty good first day. Yeah. And that's the thing I was telling my boyfriend. I was like, this is actually not bad. Um, but yeah, I think it was 38 views and probably like 10 of them were me, my mother and my boyfriend <laughs> watching it a couple times over. That's and, cute. you know, I still watch my video right after I upload it just because I'm, I'm in the comment, se comment section and you want to make sure you don't make any mistakes, which I still make mistakes to this day. But um, yeah, 38 views. I remember I don't think I was using tags at the time. I was just using hashtags. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so you know, I, I basically what I do with, with when I do when I write up this section is you know I start mm -hmm. with the first video and I and I make my way to to the present um, to the present yeah. one. So when I was looking, like I mean that video had thirty six thousand. Obviously, that's grew over time because it's your first video. Right. People, people are nosy. Exactly. People like to go back. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, but like pretty much all of your early videos had like you know five. Um, yeah, five figure views. So it was like hard to see like when things started to blow up, but like the one that went from like the five k, the sorry, the five figure views to more than that, to like the six the six figure ones was uh, a video titled ASMR Fast and Aggressive Haircut Roleplay Haircut with Scissor Sounds. Uh, that mm -hmm. one has five hundred and fifty six thousand views. Now, yeah. what I noticed was um, this was your twentieth video after only like six weeks of uploading so you were basically like doing like three videos a week which is insane like i think you still do that now i don't know how you do that yeah yeah um, um was i mean i mean back then like you know 
when you were, you know, in the process of starting the channel and then getting ready to put out the content, was the plan to just go in quite heavy, like to just do three videos a week, like boom, 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 like? The plan was to go heavy and it was actually to go heavier. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm going to do a video every day. Oh, wow. Um, And then, you know, I posted my first video and I was like, I'm just going to do it on the weekdays. And I don't remember the change that happened, but I remember... Oh, this is probably what happened. It it was too hard in the beginning for me to do it as often because I didn't know what I was doing. And the editing, like the the Michaela now, like if I did a trigger assortment video, I would I just know because you, you've edited so many times. You're like, OK, I'm going to do this for two minutes and right. we're going to try to make it interesting. And then we move on to the next thing. Yeah. And the Michaela now just trusts herself and because you you know what certain triggers sound like you're like i'm gonna put these in the beginning uh -huh. this is what people like cool. and we're gonna switch it up in the middle and do yeah. the same stuff at the end just trying to make it like 15 20 minutes but um well, back then you were like learning as you went right exactly and i remember like my mom had this giant watermelon and i was like <laughs> let me use that for a video let me use that for a video and I'm tapping on the watermelon and I promise you I had like 20 minutes worth of footage and my brain because I'm like I'm not intrigued the whole video I'm not I'm watching it I'm like this is not interesting to me and I'm just cutting and slicing cutting and slicing and I end up with like a six minute video with bloopers included and I'm just like man this is hard to edit all of this and to move it around right. you know now I'm an editor in my head and I already know what it's gonna look like but back then I wasn't no, so I was like this conceptualize is it yeah right i'm like this is too hard for me to do a lot and it just ended up being three days a week and i just stuck with it and i'm like i'm i'm a procrastinator and it's really hard for me to stick with something like it, i just get bored but um i was just trying to get myself out of the situation i was in earlier where i just knew i didn't want to work that job anymore and yeah. i had to do something myself no, I like it. I mean, you t mm -hmm. you took you took it as a bad screw for the neck for sure. Um, yeah, like because like I said, like that video, you know, it was the twentieth one. You'd been doing it six weeks. Oh, yeah. But you mm -hmm. know, before that video came out, like, what were you? Can you remember like what were you averaging at that time? And then like, what was the difference between you know seeing those videos compared to this one? Because I'm guessing this one did blow up, right? It hasn't got yeah. five hundred and fifty six thousand views for a reason. Um, yeah. so what was the differences like and I guess like what was it like watching those differences like happen in front of you right um okay so I don't exactly remember what I was averaging no, at the time that's fair but but um I do know that because it was so early there was no like label defined on my channel like if you would go to my channel like you said role play fast and stuff like that but mm -hmm. back then i didn't know what i was doing i didn't know what was going to be me yet and right. so That's, i think yeah. that was my second fast and aggressive video and my first fast and aggressive video was tapping on random things and i think it had like maybe 3.4 k around that time and it was like number five or six. So I was really hesitant to do another fast and aggressive role play. Cause like, you know, I mean, fast and aggressive video, cause you look at your analytics and you're like, this, this doesn't work. I'm not going to do it. This right. works. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, people really like my role plays, which was something I wasn't even doing in the beginning. And so I was like, okay, let's do fast 
role play. And I realized that haircut, you know, was very popular. And when you're a smaller channel, you want to use YouTube search to your advantage. So I was like, okay, let's do a haircut video. And I remember it was number one right away. It was number one right away. And then it kind of died down, of course, over time. And then randomly it started picking up. Like I think maybe two months later after I posted it, it started picking up. Okay. And I noticed because, you know, in the YouTube studio, it shows you your comments. And I'm, I'm getting a lot of comments on this. I'm like, man, this video is a little bit older. And I'm getting a lot of comments on this. And I look at the analytics and it's like this. Boop. Yeah, it's just like, a big oh. curve. Yeah. I was like, Oh, so this video is doing numbers. Mm -hmm. And um, and then that was like, I remember just thinking to myself, okay, that I have to do this again. I have to do another a, a haircut video. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, them, them numbers must have been like crazy to you as well. Just to like, it's, it's just so a, insane. It's an adrenaline rush. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it was, I want to say it was my first video to hit 100k views. That would, that would make sense given like the timeline mm -hmm. of things for sure. Yeah. Because after that, right? So I was looking again, um, mm -hmm. you had more videos with over 100,000 views. So one of them was ASMR, fast and aggressive uh, haircut rule. Uh, is that the same one? Oh, you must have done two, I think. Uh, yeah, I one, think it was the second one. Yeah. Yeah, because that one does. Uh, that one had two hundred eighteen thousand views when I looked. Um, then you had mm -hmm. fast and aggressive. Um, oh, okay, yeah. So that that was another one which has three hundred fifteen thousand views. Yeah. And then you done like a role play uh, sleep clinic, um, like doctor one, which has one hundred ninety three thousand, uh -huh. and like all, you know, all of them are different genres, right? Which is kind of mind blowing. Um, but like the same results, which I think, you know, I think that yeah. says a lot because normally like, you know, creators kind of get like channeled into like this, like one little niche. But like, you know, I, I guess, you know, the fast and aggressive stuff was doing well and the role play stuff, but it was still like quite diverse. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So like, were you still like just experimenting at this point? You're just kind of doing what you wanted to do, like what felt fun at the time? Like what was what was the thought process? So this is actually the same i've kind of gone away from it for a couple of months but i i need to go back to it but this was my formula after a couple of well not a couple like a handful of months of getting my channel together i was like fast and aggressive works and at the time like anything fast and aggressive was just doing numbers for me so yeah. i was like one fast and aggressive a week one role play one trigger assortment and yeah. that's where I kept my channel. And I kind of knew what the numbers would be. I knew that my fast would be the best. I knew that my role play would be second best. And I knew my trigger assortment would kind of lack. But the thing about it is people don't understand that as a creator, trigger assortments are the easiest videos to make. Like you're just doing this. You're just doing this. It might sometimes be exhausting to edit because it's sometimes a little boring, but it's like the easiest for me to make. So it's just one of those things where I have to put it in there so I don't drive myself crazy trying to plan so many extravagant I videos. But yeah. but that was my that was my go to and I really, really tried hard not to get to put my channel in a box because I don't see longevity in that. I don't see longevity in doing one thing. No, because gonna... it might be a fad. Yeah. It might it might be popular the next year and not so popular the other year. But you're also so, going to burn yourself out doing that as well. Right, exactly. And so 
there were times where like if a if if something did bad twice in a row like if a couple videos were bad in a row i'm like fast and aggressive fast and aggressive fast and aggressive and it's crazy because it's like you get out of jail card yes yes that's exactly what it was and now my channel you know I, I, I think to myself, I'm like, Michaela, you haven't done fast and aggressive in a minute. I do need to bring that back. And in a way, I am proud of myself for getting my for getting out of that mm -hmm. fast and aggressive, fast and aggressive, fast and aggressive jam. Um, but and I, I like it here. I'm I'm gonna admit, like I like it where I'm like, okay, yeah, a fast and aggressive video every once in a while. Yeah. But I, I enjoy doing my role plays. I enjoy slowing it down sometimes, um, not because I don't love fast and aggressive, but just because I know that in terms of longevity, the YouTube search is going to go crazy for those like extremely relaxing videos. Anything I do, those those are highly searched. If you talk about like regular ASMR, it's going to do numbers. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I have to every once in a while just slow it down. Normally. Well, I guess every time I get a guest on, we have to talk about their most popular video. Um, so for you, it is titled uh, The Ultimate Fast and Aggressive Collab. Um, yeah. And it's Fast ASMR. Yeah, it's got two, two million views, which is insane. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know, like when I normally talk about most popular videos, they're not normally collabs, which, is, which was interesting. Right. So you had some great guests on there. You had April, Tiptoe Tingles, um, mm -hmm. you know, some some amazing creators. So like, how did that how did that come about um, in the first place? Because at that time, you were only like six months into your channel life, and you're collabing with these, I guess, legends. Is that the right word to use? Um, so that must have been crazy. Like, how did that how did that start? Um, so it was it was a fast ASMR. She reached out to everybody, and. Um, it's crazy because I'll be honest with you. I'm a bad email person. Like I, I you know, we we you got communicate through DMs. Well, and you want to know something? Every once in a while, I'll be like, let me check my email. And so I checked it, and I was like, oh, okay, let me DM him because if I email him, we're not gonna get anywhere. <laughs> but um, that's fair. So I <laughs> I do normally DM, but I thought um, I'm gonna try and like you know to you know present it a bit more professionally. Oh, hopefully, no, hopefully you appreciate, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yes, I did appreciate it. I was like, oh, yeah, it looks super professional. Of course, well, I'll do it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, she emailed me and I was like, no way. And I'm like, is this really her? And um, or them? I don't know. So is this really them? And so I go look at her channel and it's the same icon as the uh, email that was sent. And right. I'm like, OK, I think this is a her. And so, it, yeah, and I had literally just moved. I had just moved. So my setup, I'm going to, I hate pointing this out. I pointed it out to Charm. But if you look, I have so much headroom because it is the first video I, I recorded in a new, in a different place. So I didn't know like the new setup and literally the headroom is like this, like I'm like right here and it, it's cringy. It's like you need, a, you need a boost to get in frame. Yeah. Yes, and I didn't know that at the time, but it's very cringy for me to watch at the time because I'm like, man, my headroom is so oh, bad. No. But um, but I remember um, it it was like one of the last days I actually worked at my job. Uh, Charm had called me and was like, oh, you, you know the video is going up tonight. 
I was like, no, I didn't know. And she was like, yeah, I think at five o'clock. And um, my mom, I, I, my mom was my manager at the time. And I'm like, can I please go home? It was a dead day. There was really nobody there. And she was like, yeah, you can. And so I went home and I tried to download the video to put it up. And it, because it's like an hour and 40 minutes, oh, shit. It, it, it didn't go up until nine o'clock. Everybody had posted theirs at five, but it actually worked in my favor. And um, I posted it on a Sunday, which is a day I don't usually post. I usually post on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah, and I the craziest that. thing is I, I just I put my 10 minutes in, and I was just like, I'm out. Like, <laughs> you know, usually in, in, in collabs, you want to present yourself in the best way. But I will admit, because I was not, I wasn't prepared to film. Because I had about six or seven videos already filmed because i knew i was moving and i knew i didn't have the setup i wanted yet yeah and so i just wasn't prepared to film but i i was like it's a good opportunity and i filmed it and we put it up and it did really good for me and i was like okay yeah this video was like number i don't know like number four five six which is pretty decent and oh and you're like in your last 10 you mean Mm -hmm. uh-huh and i was like which is pretty decent and because yeah, it was up. so mm -hmm, because it was so long it started to shoot up it you know youtube analytics uh anything something has anytime something has a good dur duration it was like 20 minutes out of those you know 140 that were being watched but my last duration at the time because my videos were shorter than was like three minutes mm -hmm. so there's a big difference between right. three Jump and 20 so and so i huh sorry was that that video that you posted was was it the same video that was posted on everyone's channels mm -hmm. so that's even mm -hmm. more impressive than i think as well yeah. Yes, it 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 it, it very blah, 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 blah. can I speak? It is, it very much so is. Um, but yeah, over time it just blew up and the craziest thing is I, I was telling my mom about the, the video too, and I was like, you know, that video for last month was my number one video watched. Uh -huh. It had like three thousand views last month, three hundred thousand, excuse me, views last month, and I'm like, it still beat out anything I put out last month. And I was like, I told my mom, I was like, this video paying my bills. Uh, so funny. <laughs> so like I mean how did it how did it do for the rest of them? Do you know? Like did it blow up for them as well? Or did you just I think did you just I catch think, fire um, like your Katniss Everdeen over there? I think I think like half of them did I think for everybody in terms of their channel numbers, it did really well. Okay, it's and like I percentages, think, yeah. Mm -hmm, I think Fast and Tiptoe tip have tip a million. Tiptoe. <laughs> so hard to do. Um, <laughs> fast and a million. I mean, Fast and Tiptoe both have a million, I believe, on that, uh, or plus. Right. Um. So yeah, I haven't checked in a really long time, but yeah. So you're the you're the leader, though. Okay, we like that. Um. <laughs> so like. From in, I mean, we've just talked about it there, but to me, like you, it seems like you didn't expect it to to blow up like it did. So what? I mean, what what do you think makes it so special? Is it just you know all these great people coming together who were all like so talented at ASMR, especially you know fast ASMR, and then it was the fact that it was you know a long video as well, and it was you know not only is it fast, which is I think is engaging, it keeps people um you know it keeps people interested, but you, you uh -huh. had you had it going from like one ASMR disc to the next, right? So is that is that what is that what you think it was like I that think, made it so good? I think it's a combination of things. So 
you know, even to this day, I take my tags very seriously. If people don't know, tags is like something that uh, the audience members can't see, but you put tags on your videos to help them pop up in YouTube search. So, you know, I'm, I didn't know the video was going out that day. Last minute, I'm like, what, what, what are some good tags? And I'm looking up the ultimate, the ultimate ASMR collab. And I'm like, okay, these are, these are decent tags. So I'm They're like, this ultimate. is what I'm going to tell yeah this is what i'm gonna title the, this is what i'm gonna put as the title these are my tags and um you know i make sure i engage and it it helps the numbers like you, you i comment back to people mm -hmm. and um i think the difference between my watch time and how much you know because i think everybody else probably had some 40 50 minute videos on their channel my, I don't think at that time I even had a video past 15. Well, actually, I had that one sleep clinic. But other than that, like my my average video was like 10, 12 minutes. Okay. So I think the watch time and the tags and making sure that like I, I always it doesn't matter if I think the video is going to like blow through the roof or if I think the video is just not it's just going to stay on my channel. I always try to give the, each and every video the best start it can possibly have. I love it. Yeah, I completely relate. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And I, yeah. <laughs> so that's why that's why I think that video um did so well is because I, I really did I even though it was last minute, I tried with everything. And it just it ended up working in my favor. Mm-hmm. Did you say um a couple of minutes ago that that was one of the last videos you're doing before going full time as well? Yeah, um yes, because so so it's just to uh -huh. add, just add a little bit more. Was that like you know around that time? Was it just becoming more you know more obvious that you were doing so well and it was sustainable that you could you could transition to full time? Like, well, I was I was really scared because I didn't know when I didn't know when to let my other job go. Right. Um, but I didn't want to be there anymore. I you know at the time December December twenty twenty it was still pretty scary. Right. True. Um. I didn't want to be around all these people. I didn't want to have to wear a mask. My face was breaking out like never before. <laughs> and I was just like, I just want to take it off. And da, 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 da. Um, but yes. Uh, so I went back to work in late July. So I had only been doing YouTube for like a month and a half. I went back to work late July and I just told myself I wasn't going to stop. And we were selling we were in the midst of selling our house so you know i have this nice little quaint setup here that i don't have to take down but because we were in the middle of selling our house you know i had a mess everywhere I had to clean it up put it because you know people are coming in and looking at the house and then we sell our house in december well december 1st was the last day in our house and um you know i remember staying up like basically all night cleaning the house so we could leave yeah. and i had a couple videos uh set up and i had actually made a decent amount in october november by to my surprise i'm just over here like I'm making more from YouTube than my actual job, and I'm busting my beep off at my actual job. Yeah. Mm, okay. And I'm just like, I'm going to stick it out because you, you want to be smart financially. And then um, I remember it was December 22nd, if I'm not mistaken. I go into work, half 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 beeping it off, and <laughs> I asked my mom if I could, you know, go home because there's nobody there. And she just told me like we're so dead right now you don't need to go back 
for a while. I'm like, beautiful. And then because they were so dead with customers, uh, they were actually laying people off. And they were like, does Michaela, she, does she mind going back on furlough? And, you know, it's a little different here in America. There was a lot of people making more money on unemployment than they were working their actual job because people don't pay well. People pay, you know, where I live, minimum wage is still very much an option, $7.25 an hour. No one can survive off of $7.25 an hour. Mm-hmm. I don't care how old, how young you are. That's not fair to me. There's no work. Oh, I kind of got loud. I'm sorry. There's no work to me that 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 that's not worth it. That's not worth it. Yeah, so, yeah. So um, you, when they asked if I wanted to be laid off, I was like, are you kidding me? I'm going to make more money being laid off at home. No brainer. And, yeah. And, yeah, and then um, when they actually like took me off of unemployment in March, I was scared again because I was like, I don't know, one one income is not enough. But it, it worked out, and I just I just continued to push on YouTube, and uh, yeah, so th- that upload was the last day I went to work. Well, I mean, it looks like it was the right decision to me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk. I uh, agree. Let's talk TikTok for a little bit. So. Oh yeah. Uh, I think you started uploading. Um, I went back to your first uh, TikTok, but I think you started uploading in November last year, right? What mm-hmm, What made you start mm-hmm. in the first place? So I actually had blown up on TikTok, but I hadn't posted it, the video. It was another account. Um, calm, calm ASMR. I follow them. It's one of the people I follow. Um, I I only follow a few people on TikTok, so. But uh, it's one of the accounts I followed. My uh, lacking your negative energy the first video they posted a clip of it and it had blown up and it had like 800,000 views on TikTok and everybody was in my comments that one particular video who's here from TikTok who's here from TikTok who's here from TikTok and a lot of people had been telling me already you should start a TikTok mm-hmm. and I at the time only knew the cringy side of TikTok you know the the singing to songs and not all of it's cringy of course but like you only see the highlights that you know people make fun of i I watch cody co and he would make a lot of like cringe with me at these tiktoks and stuff like that so that's what i knew of tiktok and um so i was very hesitant to go on and then one of my videos was blowing up so much i'm like I need to go on TikTok. So I made a TikTok and it's so funny. Once I actually saw the TikTok, some of the comments were not so nice. A majority of the comments were not so nice. And I was like, maybe it was a blessing. Right. Yeah. Maybe it was a blessing that I didn't have a TikTok at the time. Um, but yeah, actually my first couple months on TikTok were pretty rough. Like oh, a lot were. of hate. Well, that was my next yeah, question. Like, so you, so you didn't hit the ground running with that? Mm-mm. you know it's one of those things you, you kind of hope that your your uh, leverage from one thing can lead to another my, that was my um, next question you just you, are you psychic okay, hello. Go on. <laughs> I, i'll go ahead and answer it for you uh-huh. um november 2020 so we're looking at mm, forty thousand, maybe forty thousand. uh mm, hold on wait because because let's see 
September 4 and 8, 8, 16. Oh, so you're talking so, about like subs on YouTube. You think you had like 40,000 yeah, on YouTube at the time. Okay. I think maybe it was like 20. I mean, excuse me, 30 to 40,000 right. on YouTube. Okay. Um, November 2020. Which is, so, which is a good amount, like you said. So you would yeah. hope that would have leveraged the start on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping at least like 1,000. And I think in my first couple of weeks i did get a thousand and i was posting every day and of course it's a different platform so you do have to learn the algorithm and how tiktok works because yeah. it's completely different from youtube um and uh it was a lot of hate at first just because youtube doesn't know who to give your videos to i mean excuse me not youtube tiktok tiktok doesn't know who to give your videos to so it gives it to anybody <laughs> and it's gonna find itself in the wrong hands sometimes and you get some hate and i'm not gonna lie it was a little discouraging but it wasn't really discouraging because i'm like i still have youtube you know like yeah. and i didn't now i get so much love on tiktok i'm like wow thank you and i'll be honest i'm not really on my comments on tiktok i only go on my tiktok after i uploaded it so like i was saying i was i was in the beginning i was getting a lot of hate but now I get a lot of love and I'm more so on the comments in my YouTube than my TikTok, but I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, it just took me a minute to figure out YouTube's, I mean, TikTok's algorithm. <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, because I, like, I mean, I read them stats out at the start, like, you know, 250,000 followers, 3 million likes, like you're obviously doing really, you know, really well on there. Do you, do, do you do like um, exclusive content on tiktok or is it because i noticed like most of it looks like it's clips from videos uh like from mm -hmm. youtube videos but do you do exclusive stuff as well um i think i only have a handful of exclusive tiktok videos i do need to put more up there because let me tell you something <clears throat> some of these videos are not easy to you know scrimmage down into less right. than three minutes because you've got to put like to context in them as well like you gotta set the scene <laughs> Right. It's different when it's a trigger assortment, but uh, trigger right. assortments don't really do crazy number of views for me on YouTube. So I kind of keep it role play exclusive on, um, excuse me, I keep saying YouTube, TikTok, you keep role play exclusive yeah. uh, on TikTok. Um, so yeah, it's usually clips from my videos just because I love... I always think about that one video that blew up that got me on TikTok in the first place. And I'm thinking to myself, if a, if a clip blows up on TikTok, it'll drive other people to YouTube. Mm -hmm. That's my ultimate goal with TikTok. Yeah. Listen, I, I don't like to be on TikTok. I love TikTok, I but I don't like to be on yeah. it personally because you get stuck there. Uh -huh. You get stuck for a couple hours and it's a time waster. Yeah. Um, but ruin your but life. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's why I'm not on my comments on TikTok. Like I, I don't want to be rude. I love everybody. I love everybody sending me love. It's just, I know once I get in the comments and then I go to my homepage, an hour's going to go by or yeah. maybe two. So, but uh, yeah, it's usually clips from my YouTube um, videos, but it's getting increasingly harder to jam those clips into one to two minute periods. I so I think I'm going to need to start doing some exclusive uh, TikTok stuff. <laughs> Well, I think that's impressive though, because like, I mean, I've had like, um, I've had a couple of guests on here who, who I would like describe as like big ASMR TikTokers, like um, mm -hmm. Restful Rambles, Fluidity, uh, Chillaxian ASMR, they're all like really big on TikTok. Mm -hmm. um, and, f and for the most part, they do exclusive TikTok uh, videos. 
And, and when I talked to them about it, they said that that's what helped um, kickstart their TikToks. I think, unlike you, they weren't that big on YouTube. Their TikTok blew up and then that helped their YouTube. Whereas, whereas, whereas I think you were already quite big on YouTube. Um, but they said that at first, you know, they, they were just like porting videos over and just doing certain sections. But then when they started doing exclusive stuff, it really picked up. So you might break TikTok actually when you start doing the uh, exclusive ones. So you maybe have to send them a warning just in case. <laughs> I will. I'll send them a warning. And you want to know what's... I would, if there's an ASM artist out there or someone who's considering doing it, I would start on TikTok and then work your way over to YouTube just oh, okay. because it's easier to grow on TikTok. And when you go live on TikTok and you're doing ASMR, especially if it's a nighttime type of thing, you get people who click on your live and stay on your live. You'll get thousands and thousands of views on yeah, live. I should, um, I should really prioritize TikTok more, but I, I've just... I've been ill for the longest time now. Like I've nearly been ill for like a year. So it's just hard to, to motivate myself to do it. Um, I understand. Yeah. yeah. I hope you feel better soon. I hope it's, you get better. It's oh, it's a long story, but yeah, I hope so too. I hope so too. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, but yes, get yeah, better, please. It's tragic. But I'd love to create um, like, you know, I've got all the stuff to, to do. You know, I film on a on a DSLR camera, but like, I, you know, I've got mm -hmm. the stuff to film on my phone for the portrait videos. I just, um, you know, it's just it's it's hard. To, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, I can do it soon. But yeah, TikTok is a different beast. That's the thing. Like, and I think what's also challenging about TikTok is that a lot of people already have mm, an Instagram right so it's like if you if you're trying to get your demographic to go over to instagram it's like well i know how to work this tiktok you don't know how to work it because it's so new so you have to learn how to work it and then you have to learn the algorithm and what works for it because that's the thing i, I tell people about youtube too it's like you're working for youtube have youtube work for you and it, you gotta learn that with tiktok too I like it. You, I mean, you're clearly very smart, Michaela. You know. Oh, thank two, you. Two hundred IQ over there. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I feel like you've answered this just, but like it, to me, it seems like you know, YouTube is your priority, and um, mm -hmm. you know, TikTok is just another way to to feed into that, which is again, is yeah. very is a very smart thing to do. Hundred percent. Like, why not? Um, <laughs> what 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 are the biggest things that you've learned from TikTok? Like, what are your biggest takeaways? um that you really get sucked into tiktok that's one thing but from a creator standpoint right. I, i've yeah. learned that tiktok really thrives when like that's the thing about youtube is like you don't want to be clickbaity on youtube because you kind of get a bad rep for that but if you want something to blow up on tiktok tiktok it's kind of works to be clickbaity it's kind of kind of works to do something out there funny a little cutting edge right. um you know my 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 eating videos um uh, they do so well on tiktok well when, like, I, when I think about you and tiktok the first thing that pops into my mind it's like <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this <laughs> i can't even <laughs> i can't even do it <laughs> hold on wait what is it <laughs> but it's like you and it's like um bestie does your makeup or mean girl does your makeup or something like that and it's like i love it oh thank you yeah like, too that's good, the it? thing like yeah i like like we were talking about earlier like if something does well for me um 
you know of course you want to do more of that but you also want to start branching out and stuff like that so like something works for me I'll, I'll i'll keep doing it but then i'm like what could also work so i don't get boxed in that hole but yeah right. yeah 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 that those are the videos that have done well for me on tiktok yeah for sure that's so funny I love and, it. and uh as we were talking about con condensing um the videos for tiktok role plays like those makeup role plays are so easy to condense because it's like people already know well most people already know you know your foundation your concealer your powder so i could just do foundation concealer powder i don't really have to do like we were talking about talking bits it's just this part that part this part and right. it's easier to edit people know what's but happening yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay nice so, you know, to kind of summarize, you've had, you know, you've had three videos at this point, once technically just under 1 million, but we're going to call it, you've had three videos with over a million views. You've had, this is, this next one's really blew my mind. You've had 150 videos with over 100,000 views. Now, if you didn't know, that's two thirds of all your videos have over 100,000 views, which is, is crazy to me. Um, so, me too. so it's safe to say you've been and continue to be uh insanely successful um and you've done it with like so much diversity as well i know we've touched on that quite a lot today but um i think i think you're at a point i don't know if you agree where you've got like the midas touch i feel like anything that you upload right now would like turn to gold you know what i mean like i, I just feel like you've just established this you know this dominance on on the platform and that might sound oh, very... thank, thank you <laughs> no like um just to piggyback off of it for a little bit, I think, you know, I, I do like to add my little twist to certain things, but I'm constant. I'm constantly thinking about what will work for me. That's the thing. Like something that works for somebody else is not going to work for me. True. I'm going to have to put my little twist on it. Mm -hmm. And I don't take for granted the fact that I do have a filter on my channel. Like if I wanted to just make whatever, I could make whatever and just put it up and let it be what it is. But I really don't take for granted my viewership. Okay. And so I'm like, I, I at least need to give them something that is a little bit better than okay. Because as a creator, you create a lot. You're, not everything's going to be amazing. Like, that's just the truth. Not every, it's never going to be perfect. And not everything is going to be great. And you're not going to love every single video you put out. But you just don't have to hate it. You just it just can't be bad. Mm -hmm. That's the thing because everybody likes different things. Sure. If I'm watching something and I'm editing it and I'm like, this is bad, it's not gonna see YouTube. But if I'm like, it's okay, it's not bad. It's okay. It's, this is good. It's okay. And then I'll put that video out, and then I'll be like, wow, this video's doing numbers for me. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's so it, you know yeah that <laughs> what i mean what what is the the one area of your content that you that you think you could improve on the most what, what is it um i would have to say the one area of my content is just being more efficient i think but that's more of a personal thing right. you know i i i do know myself a little well and i know i procrastinate and I know there are there are times where I don't feel like doing stuff and you know I try to force myself to do it this and that and the other but I I could be more efficient in terms of but the behind the scenes stuff because I upload a video people don't know how many times I've uploaded a video and the hour before it or you know 
that day that I woke up, it wasn't done. You know, I just had it filmed. I haven't edited it yet. I haven't done my tags yet. I just mm-hmm. know that the tags are decent because, you know, I've done a video like it or something like that. There's been so many day ofs, you know, times that I've worked. But I, I wish, and, you know, you, you work at it little by little. I wish I could be a little bit more efficient with, you yeah. know, just having backup videos. And sometimes I do have backup videos, but not all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think we're all human at the end of the day. Um and you know i think you know you shouldn't be too hard on yourself because you uh-huh. know what what you've achieved in um not even like a year and a half is um you know it's it's nothing short of amazing so um oh, thank you yeah yeah don't give yourself a pat on the back for me <laughs> <laughs> there we go. um anyway let's talk let's talk about michaela outside of asmr you know we, we touched on it in in, in um in, a, in parts um when we've done the past section and um yeah. what, what is she doing in, in terms of you know hobbies and interests we've you know let's try not to get back into the sports hall because i know we could uh, i know we could do that again but yeah outside of, <laughs> we could we could <laughs> outside of sports what are you into films uh-huh. tv what, what books what, what do yeah you like? I, I i'm i'm into um you know film and stuff like that and movies but asmr has taken over my life Mm -hmm. i will admit that that there's a lot of stuff that like i got lost in translation working on focusing on this but um i think uh, michaela outside of asmr is like extremely extremely chill like that people know my personality as like on the outside looking in, people will say like i'm very bubbly even not on camera i get that a lot like in songwriting circles and stuff like that um but i i am very chill like like i say i'm a procrastinator i i am deemed lazy um but i'm i'm the type of person who just likes to just chill i just like literally like to do nothing like Mm -hmm. doing nothing is one of my favorite things and if people don't know that like i i really like to just mentally zone out Mm -hmm. because it's very important for me to do that too you gotta recharge those batteries exactly like i can't go hard 24 7 or else i wouldn't have been able to do it this long so it's very important for me to and you know i said i want to be efficient but there has to be a balance right 100 I, I have to take those days where i'm just like all day like it's the day where i just stay in bed it's the day where you know i do nothing my mom might come home and be like the, the house is not clean you did nothing all day i was like it was very important for me and i'm not even joking to her i'm like it was very important for me not to do anything today or else i wouldn't be able to film three videos tomorrow mm-hmm. i wouldn't be able to comment back to everybody yeah. i would get so burnt out so you got like, but even yeah you got <laughs> like sometimes think of us as like you know i guess machines in a way because you know we've got to look after ourselves in terms of what we're eating exercise like like you would be like a car right like you Mm -hmm. know that battery analogy like you've got to you've got to have those moments those days where you recharge those batteries so you can you You can go again and i know it's very very boring but you know even before asmr doing nothing is one of my favorite things you know yes songwriting is a hobby yes this is a hobby that is a hobby but let's be honest you know everybody is trying to make ends meet and everybody's trying to make a, a something for themselves so yes i loved songwriting um but 
was I hoping to make money off of it? Yes. And not everything is about money because, you know, your mental health is important. Your happiness is important. Things like that. But at the end of the day, you don't you want to have a roof over your head. You want to have food on your table. You want to have clothes on your back. So you do. It's the society part. That's not human. Like, let's be honest. That's not the human part. That's the society part. Mm-hmm. You you kind of have to do those things just to maintain. But like the human part, if Michaela could just chill, ax, and just do nothing, vacation all the time, she would. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, okay. <laughs> so in a spare time, guys, basically all Michaela is doing is just, you know, she's just catching some Z's having a good time literally like i'm a sleep i'm a sleep machine we could tell people like you know i said let's do this interview at 5 p.m like that's just enough time for me to get ready like after i wake up i get ready and this the interview is the first thing i've done today other than so your sleep sleep schedules all over the place well it's mainly because of asmr but i am a night owl Mm -hmm. you know I, i went to sleep at four woke up at two that's a lot. That's like 10 hours of sleep. But that's, okay. that's me. I okay. sleep all the time. <laughs> um, okay, last thing. Uh, mm-hmm. For anyone watching who or listen, shout out audio listeners. If you're an audio listener right now, I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> um yeah so for anyone watching or listening who's maybe thinking about starting their own channel or in the process of doing so, what mm-hmm. what tips, what advice would you would you give would you give to them? um okay so you you have to think about all platforms but you should definitely take about you should definitely take on one platform at a time so i would say if you want to see success quickly you do tiktok first right because people tiktok is designed for people to blow up on it i I don't know if people know that but tiktok literally wants you to blow up on it because you'll spend more time on it so as a creator they do want you to be successful on tiktok um, you can use the TikTok test to ju- to drive other people to your YouTube, but just know that that is not a guarantee. Um, for YouTube, I can speak a little bit more on it. It's important to be consistent on YouTube, to upload, to have a decent upload schedule. Um, it, time doesn't really matter, but time helps. So if you upload every day at 5 p.m., have it be every day at 5 p.m., every other day at 5 p.m., that works. Mm-hmm. Tags are important, but um, the new the new algorithm for YouTube, your description is even more important. So it's important to use tags that are highly searched and put them in your description. Make sure those tags are in the title. Make sure you say the title's name in the beginning. Make sure you engage with your creators. I mean, not your creators, your your supporters, the people who comment, you heart it, comment back, stuff like that. Um, all of those <laughs> things are really, really important in YouTube. And like I said earlier, use YouTube. YouTube you work for YouTube, but YouTube also works for you. And you have to think that YouTube is just like Google, except it's all video. Yeah. So people are searching things. You know, when people search up a cat, the first thing that pops up is going to be a cat, a picture of a cat. So if you have an ASMR video and it's shirt scratching, you have to think about people are going to search that up. So how is mine going to be in that first page? So you just have to think like that. That's one of the best answers I've ever had. But I want to I want to explore that though. Uh, yeah. You, you said so. 
just say whatever the title of the video is. I don't know. ASMR, fast and aggressive haircut roleplay. Mm-hmm. When you film that video, you actually outwardly say those words at the start of the video. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen anyone do that. I yeah, know you. It... Do, I know you've done it because I see your TikToks and you do it. Because I did an impression of it before, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually put two and two together and think that you did. Yeah. It. It, it's because YouTube is a robot. YouTube is a code, is a machine, and well, I mean, it de- I they think... definitely know what you're saying because, like, if you swear, then they'll just like demonetize it. Right, so, right, like, right. So it's right. It's right. What you're doing? Yeah, exactly. Do you... And uh, go ahead. How nerdy do you get with it? Because do you like? Um, do you put tags in the uh video file name and like the uh the thumbnail file name as well? Um, no, I just, I just put, you know, the tag section. I put all my tags there and oh, I yeah, I them. just, uh, yeah, I just thought you'd maybe do that as well. Cause some, I've heard some people do that and I've, I mean, I've started doing it now just cause I'm like paranoid about it. I'm like, well, I may as well do it. No, I just make sure, I just make sure there's as many tags in my title as possible without making it too like uh, yeah yeah it has a flow yeah and i'm yeah. and i put the i put the title in my description that way all of the tags that are in the title are also in the description yeah, i say I the title in the beginning yeah, I and i just let youtube know that this is not <laughs> clickbait i think that's very important youtube just wants to make sure that they're like tiktok youtube wants to make sure that the audience stays on the the um app or whatever youtube mm-hmm. as long as possible yeah. so if they're feeding a video that they think someone might like they got to make sure that it's it's that video that they're saying and also you know time variation is very important if people stay on your 10 minute video for seven minutes usually be like oh my god you you had somebody stay on your video for 70 percent of the time we have to recommend this to other people who yeah. might like it yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah it's like it's not so much like because I used to like when I exported my videos from Premiere, um, once mm-hmm. I'd finished editing them, I would just I'd maybe call them like, like so I would do like a video I don't know fifty eight, um, just so I know which one it is just to keep track because I'm like nerdy like I like to keep it organized, mm-hmm. but and then I would and then I would put like a, a space like a hyphen space and then I would call it whatever it was, but mm-hmm. now I'm like more conscious and like I do include like them um do you know them tag words as well whether it's you yeah know, role play or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i mean so mm-hmm. you know it, it all helps but i think at the end of the day like if it's good it'll you know it'll catch fire like that's the ultimate thing which it is it, is so it kind of sucks if you don't do well because it's like well i mean ultimately my content's not that good and I would say for the most part, that's that's probably going to be true, and that's a harsh truth. But there are really good creators that I just don't think get lucky um, with their content. So you do need a bit of luck as well with the algorithm. Um, yeah, you, and and the more you upload, the more luck you will have. You right. know, if you only upload once a month, then you're not going to see the success as quickly. But um, you're you're right. Like it just depends on how good the video is, and that's why like sometimes. I know a video might not be my subscribers' favorites in the beginning, but I'll think to myself, this is a good video. Mm-hmm. Like, um, <clears throat> you were talking about how I have three videos that are, well, one is almost at a million, and that nurse's role play, yeah. I believe that might be it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost at a million. And I, 
it's so weird. I was making that video and I was like, I know it's not going to do well at first. And it was number 10 right in the beginning, but I was just pulling for the video. I was like, I know that this video can be really good. And it's so weird. Like, I don't, maybe it's future Michaela, like sending single si signals to Michaela now, but like, I mean, that's you, happened to me. You can't <laughs> predict the future as, as shown on this podcast. That's happened to me a few times, even like earlier, um, very early, uh, there was follow my instructions. It started off really, really rough for that first initial follow my instructions. And I was just, I was like, I just, something about this video, you know, I watched it, I've seen it. I think it has the potential to do something good. And for, for at the time, like, I think it has like half a million views now. That's still a lot for my channel now. So there's a lot of videos that i just believe in even though i know it might not do well in the beginning yeah yeah um <clears throat> my voice is going so i apologize um but that <laughs> okay. is that is the end of the past section and we're going to conclude with the future um mm -hmm. so i guess um is the things you definitely want to do that you haven't had a chance to do yet with asmr content or is it just going to be you know more of the more of the same uh going forward no yeah i i, I always want to grow I always want to grow. Um, you know, as of right now, uh, we're going to move again. So I think I, I'm kind of stuck in this space and I'm trying to do as much as I can with this space and my green <clears throat> screen. Thank God for my green screen. It really helps bring stuff to life yeah. because there are videos that the, the green screen is just videos. I've, most of them are videos I've already done before, but they have a realistic background. And it brings life to the video, yeah, and it and it as a creator it keeps you a little jazzed. But um, yeah, I, I want to grow. I want to learn more about the editing stuff. That way we can do like neat little tricks. And I'm always thinking about, you know, I, I always want to introduce at least one, maybe two new things a month. Mm -hmm. That way I just kind of keep the ball rolling because yeah. sometimes you don't know what's going to work for you sometimes you have this video that blows up and then you can make a whole series about it yeah no i have full faith i have full faith honestly <laughs> if you ever need any advice which i'm pretty sure you won't but um yeah <laughs> if I, I do i'm always here um thank you <laughs> obviously your most your most viewed video like we talked about is your collab um and I, you've probably done some other collabs but is there anyone <laughs> that you haven't had a chance to collab with that you'd love to uh, who who is your dream collab that you still have another chance to? You can name a few. Um, I think you know I I definitely look up to GB. Like, okay. if I could, I collab mean, she's with on her like one. she's on like the Mount Rushmore God of ASMR. Level. Yeah, right. God, God level. Yeah, <laughs> right, that's, that's right, a good, that's right, a good right. word. Um, um, yeah, it would definitely have to be like <clears throat> GB. You know, there's there's so many people that I I want to collab with, and um, the thing about it is. I already feel like I can collab with them. You know? Well, I mean, a hundred percent. You can collab with anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think GB is one of the the people that you know. I, I look up to her as well because I think we have a similar style. Of, I'm very inspired by her as well. We our our ASMR style is very similar in terms of our personality is what sells. Okay. And you know her personality. True keeps sure. people coming back and i feel like that's what keeps people coming back and like you said she could do no wrong she she does a lot of everything on her channel too mm -hmm. and if 
you can't really pinpoint it too much. It's just GB. And that's where I would like, and that's where I would like to be. Um, so because she has three mil, like I wouldn't want to collab with her until I have, you know, a nice, like cool mil one day. I'm sure sh- um, uh, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind that GB would collab with you right now. Like no, there's no doubt. But yeah, I, she, she would be um, definitely like a blessing to collab with, but there's, like I said, there's, there's so many people I would love to collab with, but she would be the one person that I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep striving to to get to that point where I can collab with her. Everybody else, I feel like I can get. Mm-hmm. Any other names you want to throw into the mix? Oh, everybody like um, Batala, Charm, of course. Dong, oh, but like any Asuma. new ones because you've t- you've you've oh, collabed with those. Oh, haven't? Dong, Dong, uh, Celine. We can collaborate. Um, oh, there we yeah, go. I thought she's like, never gonna say me. Like everyone always says me, and I'm like, get out of here. You just, you just, you're just making me blush at this point. No, literally. But this is like a collab for like, me. Like I feel blessed that you've come on here. So like, oh, you know, thank you. I'm I'm honored to like be here. Like this is my first like you know little interview as an ASM artist. Um, but yeah, I think uh, once I get into like a new space. I want to do a, a bigger collab, like the like fast one, but like more high, like hi-fi quality mm-hmm, mm-hmm, with with a lot of people. Yeah, okay. I think that would be fun. But I don't like normally I do. Before, I don't normally do fast and aggressive, but you know, you can invite me, and I'll do. I'll give it. My, I'll yeah. give it the old college try. You know, <laughs> <clears throat> I love saying that. It's my favorite, that. like Americanized term that no one uses in the UK, but I do. <laughs> what's a what's a popular term y'all use? like what um like i'm probably putting you on the spot yeah you are like in that context i have no idea (laughs) well we'll, throughout the rest of the interview if anything pops up i'll try and think subconsciously about it (laughs) were you was that were you doing for that section yeah oh yeah um for yeah i mean like i would love to collaborate with literally anybody who would have me um it just had it has to make sense i think that's very important and also i don't think people know how particular i am because like i said like I, I i genuinely have a filter on what can go on my channel and what can't yeah. and the last thing you want to be is hard-headed or like difficult to work with so you know you, you don't want to say no to too many things but i definitely have a filter and a lot of people don't like nothing it has to be it has to work for me like i'm not i'm i am a numbers person like i'm not gonna put something on my channel i'm like this is gonna be bad no you gotta believe <laughs> you, you gotta believe that. in it yeah so on the spot if you uh-huh. um you know you're gonna go to sleep tonight um you've pulled up youtube you want to put some asmr on to go to sleep without any uh-huh. like without even thinking about it or hesitation you know you don't want to spend a while you know scrolling through picking a th- who are you picking who is the comfort who's the comfort creator and then if you can what is the comfort video um okay so if it's not a person it would just be nature sounds right oh, okay it's just like no talking nature sounds mm-hmm. just no talking nature sounds but I, I do like Celine and I like Charm for okay. sure. And and Batala, of course. Like Batala, I think she's she she has a mood. That's the thing. Like Celine does a more, you know, medical role plays and Charm does a little bit of everything. But Batala has a mood. Like yeah. if if you know, it's the lighting, 
you know, she, some of her videos are very fairly similar. So I really like her mood. Mm -hmm. I, I think, think it's good for sleep. I think Celine follows me on Twitter, and I don't really know why, but I, I definitely need to. Uh, I definitely need to get her on here for sure. You definitely need to. If you got contacts, Michaela, you know, just you. You know, you, know, you can hit her up through um her husband, Dyer Hit. Oh really? Is he like her manager? No, it's just like I feel like it might be easier to connect with him. Like oh. get him on, then you can get her on. Oh okay, I see what you're saying. I'm picking up where you're putting yeah. down. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, but that's good because <clears throat> I always feel like, you know, when you're like a you know, a really avid ASMR watcher, you do have these like comfort creators that you go to and, you know, you just mm -hmm. can't find what you're looking for. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but my go-to is like ASMR Softy. She does like half face videos. Uh, she does yeah, like, a, so. she does like a lot of fast and aggressive stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Men like, uh, like I think she calls it like air scratching or like invisible scratching and stuff like that. Oh, invisible triggers. Mm -hmm. like she does like mm -hmm. she does a couple of those. Um, you know, some like mic pumping. It's mainly like trigger videos, like rather than like uh -huh. role plays or anything. But um, uh -huh. yeah, she's like she's like my go-to. I actually just subscribed to her Patreon, which is like I've been watching ASMR since like 2017, 2018. Uh -huh. and I've That's never I've, basically same. I've never done a I've never like subscribed to someone's Patreon no before. Patreon. So it's like it was I was so happy. And, and the thing about it is like people like. I think a lot of people take for granted, like, the fact that people are spending their money to, like, listen to you. It's a major, major compliment. True. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. like, especially something where, like, it's so personal, you know, someone helping you to go to sleep, right? So I think it speaks right, volumes. Right, right, Do you have any, yeah. um, do you have any future projects in the works that you can talk about without, you know, giving any spoilers or anything like that? Can you give us some tea? <laughs> I don't have anything, like coming up in the future that is major mm -hmm. like i'm gonna i'll probably go live tonight but it's this video is not going up tonight no it's not <laughs> um, um yeah i don't have i don't have anything like um major going on right now that's okay that's fine <laughs> you know you're keeping everyone in suspense we're like that you know right. you, you know you're keeping it like a, it's like a tv show we don't know what's coming <laughs> next but it's coming um have you have you thought about doing uh because i think you've got patreon yourself right have you have you thought about doing like other types of content like i know you do youtube streams but maybe like twitch some vlogs maybe like a yeah, I, don't, I, I know I, you said you weren't a big gaming a gaming uh person but... i would still i would still like to do um uh, asmr on twitch mm -hmm. but like i said before it's one thing at a time so <laughs> i think now it's time for me to hyper focus on um, my Instagram and make sure that is at a level where, right. you know, because I noticed my, you post about that because you said you weren't very active on there. Yeah, I I could care less for Instagram as a person. That's the thing. Like YouTube, I even if I wasn't an ASMR artist, obviously I would still be on YouTube. Same. Who doesn't go on YouTube? Well, that's, you know, that's why. I mean, I'm like the only person on earth I think who has YouTube Premium for that reason because I'm always on YouTube. <laughs> so it's like. I just spend so much time on YouTube, it makes sense to get rid of the ads. Mm -hmm. So then I also get I YouTube mean, music. So like people are like, oh, have you got Spotify? I'm like, no. Like, oh, you got Apple Music? I'm like, no. I, I use YouTube, YouTube music. music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, if you get no ads and music, that, that sounds like a deal to That's me. That's a win-win. You know, you, can lock, you yeah. can lock your phone while the video still plays. Exactly, exactly. You can have it over yeah. other apps. It's, you know, it's the right, future, exactly. let me tell you. 
Mm -hmm. Like who doesn't use YouTube, right? So it's 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 natural for me. I get what you're saying. Like the passion isn't there behind Instagram. Whereas like I'm a big Instagrammer because I'm I'm like Mm -hmm. I'm like a I'm into photography. So right, I've always been into Instagram. So it's like I want to I want to put work in to to get that because I like it myself. And and there is there is a little bit of pressure behind Instagram too because yeah I think that's why they did the uh. The multiple photos at a time because remember you just have to have that perfect photo and mm-hmm. people always say instagram is people's highlight reels like that it didn't look like that in real life or it didn't happen exactly like that in real social, life. So they, but like social media in general is that isn't it like you you're only seeing at the end of the day what the creators want you to see you know you don't true. see you don't see the moments where you know you get in and you just break down and start crying you know you don't they mm-hmm. don't see all that stuff like it's this right and perfectionized it's not world. To, mm-hmm, and it's not to say that like Michaela ASMR is an act, but I definitely put on to do the ASMR. Right. So like I think for an Instagram it's a little bit more personal. It's very hard for me to open up because I'm not naturally that person. Like I don't like people to know every single detail about me. I want to have this mysterious overlayer. Um and and also like <laughs> the killers are everywhere like i'm not trying to have a stalker well i guess i guess we'll have to delete this podcast then (laughs) no 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 it's okay but like um i'm joking no like (laughs) like obviously this is what i'm comfortable with telling but you know i'm not gonna tell my day-to-day i i'm people are like oh apartment show us your apartment no i I, Mm -hmm. because what if somebody knows what this apartment looks like oh my apartment looks like that too i live the same place no 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 and so it it's i'm in terms of I'm a scaredy cat in terms of like my real life. So like vlogging is very hard for me because I've actually made a vlog before um, for my Patreon, but it was very awkward. Like I just didn't know how to talk to the camera as Michaela. Like it, it, it didn't flow. And uh, I'm the same way with Instagram. It, it doesn't, there's certain things. Also, I'm good. I'm good. I, also, um, when it comes to YouTube and TikTok, it's like once you know what people want, you deliver that. And I think with Instagram, I know people don't really care to see anything but like mm, selfies. And so I, I do kind of feel like, oh, I should just do a selfie. It shouldn't be just like a regular video about like this or that. The other it should just be selfie, yeah. selfie, selfies. So you kind of get wrapped up into it. And I and. I just rather throw it all away, but I think from um, a business standpoint, I, I understand that it's good to have an Instagram. So I'm going to work on that. I'm going to try to post like maybe once or twice a month opposed to my like twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you know, I think the one thing I've gathered from this is, you know, you're very switched on, your head screwed on, right? It's like, you know, you know how to take care of your 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 mental health um in 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 the decisions that you take so um yeah i th- i'm sure you'll be fine it, it seems like you know every every step that you make is is calculated um yeah that, i think people don't know that's, people don't there's a lot yeah. uh-huh, people don't know that part like you know they see like the bubbly personality but like business michaela is very like mm-hmm. much so real like she she's like oh we can't do that we can do this and like all that type of stuff business in the front party, party at the in back, the back. <laughs>
that's that's a saying. That's an American saying. Shout is it Hannah or Montana. is it something? No, no. It was from it was Hannah. I seen that on Hannah Montana. Uh, Billy yeah, Ray so Cyrus. You, you, says you got in that. So you gotten that from um, American television because, like that, that's what people would say for like mullets. Yeah, it's because he wears a mullet. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, when you've got a good memory like me, like <laughs> I, you just you just like even if you're not even just trying to, everything. you just pick up these like little weird things. Like mm-hmm. I probably got like a load of American mannerisms just because I watch like a lot of American content. So it just yeah yeah it yeah. just happens. Um, final thing. You know, obviously, uh-huh. since since last year, you've been doing this full time now. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you be would you be happy, you know, doing this for the rest of your life? Is that like I, I know it's a big thing to think about, right? Because you're obviously so young and and you don't retire till like you know you're sixty or whatever. So, is that like, you know, is that the ultimate goal of the channel for you, or is it kind of just more keeping it short term? You know, making sure it's 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 good for the moment, or or are you mm-hmm. thinking that long term? Like, is this is do you have do you have something else that you want to pursue as a career? You know, yeah. people have actually said that to me. Um, you know, who are in good positions. Obviously, you're in a really good position. So, um, yeah, is is being that full time creator for the rest of your life something that you would say, that you would be happy with? Uh, no, it's not something I would be happy with. Um, I'm very grateful. And also, like, here in America, like, you know, people retire around, like, 67. But, like, once I get to that age, retirement's not going to be a thing. First of all, when you work for yourself, you got to keep on working. But, like, if you work for another company, they're not going to have Social Security once I get old enough. But, um, uh, yeah, it's not something I would want to do forever. Like, I would want to do ASMR as long as ASMR would have me. You know, I don't want to overstay my welcome. And the beautiful thing about this niche is that there is longevity. It's a lot of niches where, like, y- y- you're not going to stay relevant for that long. Um, but I think ASMR is a niche that you could do it for a long time and stay relevant and, you know, pay bills and, you know, have a, have a, a nice group of people still watching your videos. But it's not who I am, like like I said like I'm a hosh posh person like I'm a little bit of everything and I just couldn't do one thing for the rest of my life I would you know when I do make that transition to the next step I would still try to do ASMR as Mm -hmm. long as possible but I I think it's going to be very important when the only time I would stop ASMR so it's not like I'm putting a time limit on it is when it doesn't become my priority it's my priority it's it's my priority it has been for ever since i started at eight for the year and a half and you know the next move is real estate and then after that you know just businesses and creating things for myself and i think once i get to you know a, there's going to be a business that i'm going to get to that i'm just gonna uh, i'm gonna love it too much to make uh, asmr my priority <laughs> You're making me you're making me tear up. I'm a very emotional person, by the way. I'm I'm, I'm a certified empath. But um but that was like you know, I think you're just really inspirational. Um okay. I think whoever is in your life should feel blessed about it, whether it's your friend, your boyfriend, I'm your tell family. My mother and my parents and my boyfriend. I'm I'm gonna text my sister, I'm like, I'm in your life, you should be very grateful. Tell him tell him you say Sammy Sammy says you should be blessed. <laughs> I will. Um, no, but honestly, um, it's I. I just feel very, you know, privileged to to have spoken to someone like like yourself. Um, you know, 
you just uh, there's just you know you're already setting like so many um you know amazing achievements but like you know i just think this the sky's the limit for you you know you've got the right attitude the talent you know the looks like everything everything is there for you um and you like you're just someone who knows what what they want so um yeah just a very special girl oh thank you sammy you're welcome um but that is (laughs) unfortunately uh we're probably the longest podcast to date again moonlight tingles is going to be mad af you want to know something i was like uh, i'm probably gonna keep it short <laughs> well no we're setting we're setting new records um but yeah i do want to take this moment to to thank you for coming on and take the time out of your day it does mean a lot thank you so much of course um, thank you for having me <laughs> yeah and if you are still watching or listening um and you maybe weren't familiar with who Michaela was before today make sure you check out the uh video description and the pinned comment uh because it'll have the links to uh, her channel and all her social media platforms in there so you can get up to date with all of her amazing content and I promise you it, it is it is really good um and uh, yeah if you if you like this podcast and it's the first time you're watching um, and you want to see more, I upload a new podcast episode with a different ASMR creator every single week. Um, so the best way to support me in keeping to do that is to like the video if you enjoyed it. Uh, comment down below what you thought. If you have any questions for me, any questions for Michaela, leave those down below as well. I also upload a normal ASMR video every week uh, on top of the podcast episodes. So yeah, subscribe if you're not subscribed already. And then click that bell icon and select all so you don't miss out uh, every time a new podcast episode goes live or every time a new ASMR video goes live. So you just, you're just always getting that new content, you know what I mean? And you're yeah. always seeing amazing creators like Michaela on your feed. Um, and I guess I should also plug, if you didn't realize already, this is also available in audio only form. So the, uh, the YouTube video will drop on a Wednesday. And the following Tuesday, the audio-only version will be available on all major podcasting platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you're someone who doesn't really have the time to watch a YouTube video, you can listen to the audio version when you're on the go. Uh, So it's a bit more accessible for you guys. But yes, this has been the Wiretap Whisper podcast episode 29. Michaela has been an amazing guest. Um, We'll see you guys in the next one. Goodbye.